Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Positional Sports Talk Show post. Live streaming on Facebook Live, Twitch, and our Positional Sports Talk Show YouTube channel. We are a sports talk show made for the fans from the perspective of fans presented by lifelong sports fans. We will provide our opinions and positions on the hottest topics in sports this evening. My name is Big Reg, and I'm joined by two of my main partners in crime. What's going on, my brother J3? How you feeling? What's going on, everybody? Feeling great. Great to see everybody. We got Ed in the building. How you feeling, Big Ed? I feel good, man. What's up, Big Reg? What's up, J3? Good to you. see you guys smiling, as always. always yeah, we're ready to do another good show. We may be joined a little later by Sense, but we're going to keep it moving. This evening, we're going to give you some quick hits. We got to talk college football. There were some upsets last week. Talk about some big games coming this weekend. Got to get into the NFL. We had the trade deadline today at 4 p.m., plus some unfortunately tragic news that happened to an NFL player. Uh, do a little NBA talk, and, of course, our final post of the, of the evening. So, as always, we appreciate you for tuning in. Please sit back and relax and enjoy post on the Positional Sports Talk Show channel. So, fellas, let me get some quick hits in real quick. Uh, first of all, we'd like to congratulate Miss Karina LeBlanc. She's a former uh, soccer goalkeeper and was, was the current head of women's soccer for CONCACAF. Con she just became the first black female general manager hired in the NWSL. Nice. She goes back to her former team, the Portland Thorns, to take over. And the Portland Thorns were one of those teams that was embroiled in that crazy stuff between demeaning players and possible sexual assault and some other things of that sort. Um, turning to boxing, I got to give a shout-out to Philly's own Jerron Boots Ennis. Uh, for you boxing fans, Boots has been around for a few years, making his mark in the 147-pound welterweight division. Over the weekend, he demolished Thomas DeLorme, who is a solid former fighter who fought for the title, wiped him out in the first round. Mm. After the fight, he said, look, I've been ready for three years. I'm tired <laughs> of waiting. <laughs> You can line all of them up, give me the top five, and I'll knock them down. Wow. And that includes Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford, that he mentioned by name. Wow. So young fella ready to make a mark. And why they won't step to him? Because, you know, you, we talked about that all the time, J3. You, 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 you know this. He, he's not a member of the PBC. He's not a member of top rank. He's got his own management company that he's working with. I think uh, Durkin, who's a good manager, but trying to bring that big money fight. And unfortunately, people like Crawford and people like Spence, they only doing pay-per-views and you got to be able to, you know, carry your own weight to some extent. So they don't feel he has the cachet to, you know, really add to a pay-per-view. Sound like you're running from my ass whooping to me. <laughs> I live to see the day when all these obstacles mm. that are present in boxing just magically disappear, similar to the UFC. I don't know what it would take, but I just hope I live long enough to see it because we're, we miss at least 10, 20 fights annually that should be that you know Big Red should be made. Absolutely. And we never see it. Absolutely. Speaking about that. Uh, I plan on doing with my man Queensberry Tony and maybe some other special guests. We're going to do us a, another special edition of post boxing. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll let you know when that's happening. But that was a great appetizer for what's happening this weekend. This Saturday night, number one pound for pound, depending on who you're looking at, Canelo out, Sal Canelo Alvarez mm. puts his. Three titles on the line against Caleb Sweetham, Sweethand's plant for the Showtime on Showtime pay-per-view to become the unified, undisputed 168-pound super middleweight champion. 
that's going to be a heck of a bop. Mm-hmm. So if you're a boxing fan, please tune in. How many rounds do you think it's going to go? That fight is going to go at least nine rounds. It may go to the, to the card. Mm. You think Sweet Hands actually has a chance? Caleb Plant is a bad dude. Mm. And I think he's a gifted enough boxer. He's a tactician. And what we've seen lately, the tacticians are beating the sluggers. So as long as he doesn't get caught with a big bomb and he doesn't let uh, Canelo rough him up and trap him in corners, if he boxes him and does his job, yeah, I think he can do some damage. But does he have enough power to uh, to put him down? Because that's what it's going to take to get them belts. He, ain't, he can't dance for 10 rounds or 12 he rounds strong and, and take that belt. You got to have some oomph behind it. He got enough to make make sure that when it's all said and done, you're going to know Canelo is in a fight. He doesn't have one punch knockout power, but he puts uh, accumulation of punches on people. By the time they look up, he's either finishing people because of accumulation of punches or he's to wipe them out so bad. It's like, yeah, there's no doubt. Hmm. Okay. Sounds interesting. Sweet hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Continuing with that combat sports ufc 267 was last saturday and we got a shout out glover shashir winning his first ufc belt at the age of 42 mm-hmm. beating jan blockwich and it wasn't close he controlled the first round got him to the ground on the set in the second round and submitted him rear naked choke mm. 42-year-old doing his thing. So, I mean, he becomes the oldest first-time champion in UFC history. And this was a guy who got beat by John Jones like five years ago, and everybody thought he was done. Mm. Just goes to show, don't throw in the towel. Especially Mm -hmm. in that sport. Right. And Dana is doubling down. This Saturday, you got UFC 268. Pay-per-view is pin plus 10 p.m., and this has two magnificent title fights. Kamaru Usman is fighting Colby Covington, a rematch from a fight like three years ago, which was probably the closest Covington fight we've ever had. And then in the co-main event, you got Rose Namajunas fighting Zhang Weili, which was a, uh, a flash knockout in their first fight. Rose caught her with a Kick to the head, knocked her out. Stay night, uh, night. We Lee didn't even know she was knocked out. Stay night, night. She was mad that they stopped the fight. She didn't. She couldn't figure out why they stopped the fight. She got caught like that. So she's saying that was just a a flash thing, and she never got a chance. So two good fights. So you got mm-hmm. boxing on pay per view, and UFC on pay per view. So we get to see who wins out. Let's talk about what's going on in these Major League Baseball World Series. <sighs> I, 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 I'm torn because, as we said last week, we want to see Dusty get a ring. Well, three of us do. <laughs> oh, yeah. three, three. you shook your – I was looking at you. You shook your head. No, 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 no. He said no. Dusty. He no. said we oh, did get okay, Dusty. Okay, okay. I want Dusty to win. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's Professor <laughs> that was like yeah. he won the Braves. And mm. it looked like the Braves was going to do that. But man, I feel bad for Georgia fans. Mm. Between the Falcons, the Bulldogs. So close, but yes. The so Braves, <laughs> all those power teams they had in the 80s and 90s, mm. especially the 90s, late 90s, and only have one title. Hmm. These dudes went up 3-1, hit a grand slam in the first inning of game five to go up 4 nothing. They lost. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I still I still unfortunately I, I I do I do want Houston to win. I pick Houston, but it's I I can't see them winning three straight. 
I, 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 I can't see Houston winning three straight games. Even tonight when they, when they play in, in Houston, I don't I, – I, I think they, they riding the momentum ways right now. It's just that everybody that Atlanta – that you put in front of Atlanta, they just they just lay down. So mm-hmm. I, I just yeah, – The Astros ain't laying down. No, they're not laying down. Mm-mm. I told you they got something to prove. A- Atlanta better beat them tonight because if this comes to a game seven tomorrow – all bets off. Mm. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just been crazy. Atlanta won game one. Houston got game two. And then Atlanta just, I mean, they was cruising. It's, they had the almost no hit in game three. Game four, they came back from behind, took over. I said, okay. But. I mean, you still my, not- my heart go out for Atlanta fans. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Atlanta could pull out a miracle. We'll see. We'll see. There, I think Houston is the miracle at this point. They're down three two. The miracle. They were down three mm-hmm. one. Now they're down three two. They have to win the next two. Atlanta just needs to win one. Basically, one out of two or one out of one out of three. That was the game before. Right. Still got to still got to do it though. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the pressure. Bad. I think that pressure switched. Ooh. Once they went to Houston, I think that pressure switched a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> so game six is tonight. Starts seven thirty-eight, I think, somewhere around that first pitch. So yeah, mm-hmm. look out for that. It's gonna be interesting. Let's hit this college football. Oh, Since welcome to the show, <laughs> you was just in time. And I, I'm I, I did it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the fall for that. I texted you in the third quarter, said, "Oh, your boys got this in hand." I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do that to you. I checked my phone too. I saw it was thirty fourteen. I'm like, okay, we got this. We good. It was like five minutes left in the third quarter. I turn on the TV when I get home. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then professor didn't make it any easier. I don't know what's going on with Michigan now. Michigan State just scored a better <laughs> oh God. But like you can feel it in the air, man. I mean, Coach Tucker, that he he had them boys ready, man. He had them ready. Look, is that is that why you got the green shirt on? Because you you paying homage. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. If you say so. I mean, notice you got some blue and yellow too. I think about it. The thing that separates, particularly in college, you, you find it more in college more so than the pros. But even then in the pros, you see it. But the thing that separates, like, the elite teams from the okay teams is the depth. And Carl Tucker, who, by the way, was coached under Nick Saban, and then he left Nick Saban along with Kirby and went to Georgia for a few years. And then he went to Colorado. But I'm saying that he he has been front and center of powerful teams and what it takes to win. And he's built that Michigan State team to a point he, to a point where actually he gave him the mindset because he just got there this year. Mm-hmm. But in any case, he had that 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 running back is a transfer in. Mm. And he just kept feeding them. And five touchdowns. And Michigan, Kenneth Walker the third. I Make think sure Michigan, we get his name out there. Yeah, I think Michigan got tired because oh, yeah. it was a good game. It, 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 it was a good game. You got to blow out, right? Yeah, it was a good game. It was, it was, and like with that atmosphere, I even saw it. Like I saw it in his face when he was on college game day, and he like he just had that game face on from the start. Like I don't like Michigan. We <laughs> yeah, we gonna bring yeah. it to him. <laughs> Unfortunately, Michigan State needs to really enjoy this year. <laughs> because that was a hell of a on-field interview for the LSU job. I know Ed, you said we didn't think he was the right complexion, but doing that to Michigan yes, and possibly get Michigan State into if he can get them into the college football playoffs and keep them undefeated, it's a dead deal. It's a done deal. Well, he can definitely get them in the college football playoff because all I mean he, he just have to wait a minute. They still got to play Penn State, and they still got to play Ohio State. State. Okay, that's that's Mm -hmm. that's the key Mm -hmm. right there. Ohio State, Mm -hmm. I guess the winner of that game in Ohio State will probably be in the college football playoffs. Well, and that's Michigan's only saving grace. Now, if they beat 
Penn State, and then if they beat Ohio State. Mm. Come, on, bro. Come mm. on, bro. I know, I know mm. you're a Michigan fan. That man ain't beat Ohio State since he's been there. What gives you thought that he's going to be able to pull that off now? It's only impossible till it's done. We'll, see, we'll see what happens. It's you. impossible until it's done. Yes, you. it was, Carolyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an excellent game. But the fact that they couldn't figure out how to <laughs> slow Walker down, I mean, 197 yards, five TDs. Beast mm-hmm. mode. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, Beast mode. And that defense showed flashes, but at the wrong times. They are currently revealing the college, the first college playoff top 25. Undefeated Oklahoma came in number eight. Mm. I see it. I see it. Michigan I want, I, is number seven ahead of Oklahoma. They had they only up to seven. Notre Dame came in number 10 for the professor. Sorry, professor. <laughs> Ohio State did their job. Uh, even though Penn State made that interesting in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, if you didn't have that scoop fumble return at the end of the second quarter, which got Ohio State back in it, and then they shut them down in the fourth quarter. But, yeah, that was a good game. Ohio State <clears throat> is getting better. But I think Michigan State got some dog in them that people aren't used to them oh, having. Didn't they make that five? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Penn State, there's a lot of college football openings all of a sudden, and they're not waiting to the end of the year. These coaches, <laughs> these coaches are even are either have been either told that they're not going to be there, they're not going to be retained, or they're just getting rid of them. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Texas Tech, I'm sorry, Texas, TCU, uh, TCU with uh, their their coach is gone now. Um, and he built that program. They asked him to stay for the rest of the year. He was like, no, if you're going to fire me, I'm out. <laughs> Send me my check at home. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what's going on. So, yeah, those were the big games. Everybody else did what they were supposed to do. Uh, why does it kept yeah, Oregon. Okay, they're revealing the top six. Georgia, of course, is number one. Best defense in the country, hands down. What they did to Florida, My I, I, I was surprised. Mm. I, I was surprised how they beat, beat down Florida. But you know, Kirby, I, the one thing I don't like about this, though, is Kirby. Kirby's my man. You know, I'm, I, I wish Kirby would have never – I wish – I just wish he would have never left. I wish he would have been the next coach of Alabama. But Kirby, he talks a little too much. He <laughs> he doesn't win grace, graciously. What ha- So he – he's 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 bragging about this defense this historic defense and i love his defense is built the way it's supposed to be built he's made some uh, philosophical changes he explained because he thought his defense was too complex he simplified it and he's built he's but through recruiting he's built it up built the defensive line he, he looks for a specific player much like uh alabama seemingly used to but let us not forget just one year ago when he brought that Vaughn defense down to Tuscaloosa, he got wiped out. Right. So Spe- speaking of Tuscaloosa, they come in at number two. Mm. Expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we will see who comes in, where Cincinnati comes in, and where Michigan State comes. In. I think Michigan State gonna creep into the top four after that win in Michigan. Mm, that was a huge win. I wouldn't be surprised. Still got a couple more games to go. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, but this yeah. this really sets the table for who's going to make that final four, and who's not, because you historically you have to be within the top eight to make it from mm-hmm. this point on. Mm-hmm. I want Cincinnati to be there, and I would I would love Alabama's first game to be against Cincinnati. I would love it. Michigan mm-hmm. State number three. <gasps> mm. What? What? That's oh, how man. much they have. I can see Cincinnati four, Ohio State five, mm-hmm. and Oregon mm-hmm. six. Man, wow. Cincinnati can't beat Ohio State, man. But Michigan State, my goodness. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. That was, that was a huge jump. That's interesting. So while we wait for these last three to be revealed in the top six, there's some uh, interesting games coming on this weekend. Uh, I, I try to give y'all some – Upset alert. Upset alert. They, 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 they got to pay attention. 
And if you what if you listen, most of the games I've told you about, with the exception of Georgia and Florida, mm-hmm. them teams have had problems, if not lose the game outright. So yeah, thanks, Rich. <laughs> I, 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 I just call like I see it, man. I, I don't mean nothing by it. First upset alert. Number 10, Wake Forest, the ACC's only possible saving grace. Got to go down to Chapel Hill and face UNC. UNC ain't that good this year. But you got to take Wake Forest in the Chapel Hill. Oregon is number four. Oh, wow. wow. That's a big jump. Get oh, wow. Okay. They're giving them big wow. props for that Ohio State win. Did, who's wow. number two? Oh, so Ohio State might be number six. Mm. Only two that's got to can, can be is mm. five and six is Ohio State and Cincinnati. Because mm. they're not going to leave Cincinnati out the top ten. So they got to be How is Oregon above? Oh, okay. okay. They beat Ohio State at Ohio State. They mm. got the best win right yeah. now. In the country, Ooh, I'll mm. give you that. Well, even with a loss, even with a loss, Texas A&M got the best win. Oh, there you go. There you yeah, go. that's true statement. True yeah. statement. Against I hate you. Yeah, I hate you. Uh, another upset alert: Michigan State. How do you do with prosperity? You come off the biggest win you've had in years, even oh, though yeah. they've beaten Michigan. Four out of the last seven times they played them, but that was huge. Yeah, that was huge. Can they get back up and they have to go to Purdue? Purdue's that sneaky team oh, that when you go Purdue. play them, come on, Purdue. <laughs> come on, Purdue. They, if, they win one or two games each year that they shouldn't win. Defense better show up. <clears throat> come on, Purdue. If you like draft choices and want to see the possible number one to number five top picks in the NFL draft coming next year. Turn into a game. It's on SEC Network. Liberty against Ole Miss. Mm. Two of the top QB prospects. Liberty's Malik Willis and Ole Miss's Matt Corral. That's that's just one storyline. Don't forget um, the coach for Liberty used to be the coach at Ole Miss and got booted. Right. Right, that's a storyline, yeah. Ohio State comes in at number five, Cincinnati, number six. Mm. Well, Cincinnati, man. That's about right, though. But yeah. I, yeah, that's about right. But that hurts Cincinnati because they only have one top 25 possible win that they got left on their schedule, and that's well, their last game it? of the year. What is that, Houston, or they who they play? Houston, or do they I think play it's SMU? SMU. Cincinnati was undefeated, right? Yeah, look, yeah they are undefeated. Look, wow. See, oh, I guess strength of schedule, I guess. They, mm-hmm. they, they're not, they can't play with the eyeball test, man. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. They struggle with their last two teams that they should, Tulane, and, and I forgot who the week before Navy. was. Navy. Navy. <laughs> struggle. Okay. okay. So, very interesting. Hmm. In the SEC, you got two interesting games. Mm. Number 12, Auburn at Texas A&M at 330. And then the nightcap, I don't care how bad they've been playing this year, when LSU plays Alabama, them players get up for that game. Mm-hmm. That's a 7 o'clock game, so that's going to be an interesting battle. But uh, So there you have it, folks. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Alabama. Number three, Michigan State. Mm. Wow. And number four, mm. Oregon. Pac-12 getting some love. Yeah. Hey, After I, being excluded. I, well, I was just saying, these are the Chip Kelly uh, Oregon Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> and you said Oklahoma came in where? Eight? Oklahoma came in eight. Undefeated Oklahoma came and in eight. And that's their best. Their best. Damn. The Big 12's best chance is them. Yep. Because mm. Oklahoma mm-hmm. State lost that. Upset alert that I told y'all about two weeks ago. So, mm, mm, mm. yeah, I haven't seen Oregon good like that since the Cam Newton days. <laughs> well, not pulling that collar, but as Ed said about Michigan State, mm-hmm. the coach of Oregon, 
That's another Nick Saban. Was on the staff of Alabama. Alabama <laughs> disciple. Yes. The four, four top teams are all Saban disciples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Head coaches are all Saban disciples. All of them. All Speaks of them. for itself. Yeah. All of them. And they asked Mel Tucker who was his biggest yeah. influence. He said Saban. They've asked, uh, his name is uh, Corball, something like Crystal, that. Uh, Crystal Ball. Crystal Ball. They've asked him before. He said Nick Saban. Mm. The process. Yeah. The process. And you ask Kirby. Kirby will tell you the same thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just Alabama Northeast. <laughs> As they continue to battle for the top recruiting classes. Now, one thing that might keep talking about coaching searches earlier, Penn State currently has the number three recruiting class in the country. Behind Alabama and Georgia. Mm. Wow. That may keep Franklin there. Mr. Franklin there. Mm-hmm. That might buy him another year. Yeah. I like Franklin at Penn State. So, does he like does he like Franklin? Does he like Penn State? Right. Yeah. I don't know they're getting so much love there. I don't know why he would leave it. I mean, except for Southern California, duh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why when, when when we have our show next week because I'll be in Penn State this weekend. Okay. And and it's supposed to be in the twenties. That alone, right there, would get me to have to buy. <laughs> you got that right. You mean you can't <laughs> go? Who we are. <laughs> we are. All right. So, man, shocker. I, I, I'm I'm happy for Michigan State for getting that love, and I'm yeah, actually I'm I'm surprised that Oregon comes in at number four. I didn't, mm-hmm. No one saw that. So that that's interesting. If they where they stand, they could make the playoffs easily because mm-hmm. their only tough game left remaining is probably going to be this weekend. Uh, they play Utah. Oh, where at? They, I think they play them at Oregon, and then of course Utah looks like they're going to win their division, so they might end up playing them a second time for the Pac-12 championship. Pac-12 championship, yeah. Hmm. Should be interesting. Let's move on to the NFL. Mm. And there's a lot that was going on in the NFL, but unfortunately the biggest story came out late this afternoon. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs was involved in a 3.30 a.m. vehicle accident where unfortunately he rear-ended uh, Toy- uh, Toyota RAV4 that had a, a female in it. He hit the car so hard that the Toyota RAV4 went up in flames and unfortunately mm. killed him. Mm. Mm. So he's currently Ruggs is currently in the hospital and he's being detained and they're going to charge him with DUI resulting in death which could result in a 2 to 20 year jail term if convicted so it's crazy that is just crazy that is crazy yeah it's just all the resources out there for nfl players why why i know you're young you think yourself invincible you're driving your sports car please stop this drinking and driving yeah like why the hell would you get behind the wheel but it's it's it it's it's beyond the NFL or any other professional sports league. It's 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 the there's at least three or four apps that I'm looking at right now on my phone that I can just call a ride get get a ride. Yeah, you know. So look, it it's no secret. You know, I, I'm a fan of Henry Ruggs. I've, I've followed him for for quite some time since he was at Alabama. Um, but but but. You know, let us not get the story get so so big that we forget the victim because right, right. You know, that, I'm sure that was somebody's daughter. We don't know mm-hmm. if it was somebody's mother, <clears throat> sister, uh, auntie. Um, so I I don't have anything to say. I, I'm not going to get on a soapbox, but you know, it, it's just not it's it, it's just not necessary. It's, yeah. If you if you tip that if you drink, just just leave them keys alone. Leave them yeah. cars. Call somebody. <laughs> like Ed said, there's resources for everybody, but especially 
professional athletes and don't they have resources they yeah so. I was gonna say, don't rely on your own judgment. You see the ads out on buzz driving is drunk driving. Even if you don't feel like, oh, I'm not that drunk, I can still get behind the wheel. No, you still run the risk of, you know, doing exactly what Henry Ruggs did. And wow. his and he had a passenger in his vehicle who's in the hospital. Right. My opinion is he's crying for help and he did it in the wrong way. <clears throat> you may be right, J3. You may be right. And speaking on that theme. It's been a tough week for uh, former Alabama players. Wide receiver Calvin Ridley mm -hmm. announced Sunday that he had to step away from the NFL, but he was going to take time to spend time and work on his uh, mental health. So I, I heard the story that he would be up till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning going through social media and all the stuff people were saying about him because you know he's supposed to be the star that took Julio Jones's spot. Wow. So mm -hmm. it's yeah, it, 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 it's sad. I'm glad he reached out for help, but yeah, mental health is real, people. We've had special shows about that. We talk about it because it's not a taboo subject, it's mm -hmm. real. People are struggling to deal with each and every day, especially dealing with this pandemic. So please, if you're struggling, reach out to somebody. Please. Please on, reach out to somebody. And on that note, too, I saw some news about um, Lane Johnson, the offensive tackle for the Eagles, taking some extended time off for that, you know, very same reason. Yeah. And that's what not NFL Ben Simmons is dealing with it. <clears throat> and there's not only reports that Ben Simmons has been dealing with this since the summer, He's actually been working with the NBA Players Association mental health doctor. So the Ben Simmons thing is for real. I just heard another report about that before we came on the air. I'm just so happy that I'm just happy that the stigma is being being melted away, and that people are actually seeking help for the, for this uh, for this condition because for so for too long, for far too long, we've talked about it. We had a special, you know, we did a show on this. It's just, for, but for too long, it's just been in the in the shadows, and I'm 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 very very happy that it, it that is no longer the case. True story, true story. To the injuries, and there were some doozies in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Starting off with my, my man Jameis Winston. Hard to see. Jameis can't Jameis can't catch a break. He oh. finally, his image was finally turning around from the knucklehead who had all the talent but was not smart enough and didn't do the right things to being a consistent, solid quarterback that was building this thing. He was in line to be possibly the future starter for New Orleans Saints for at least the next three to four years. And bam, tackle. And it wasn't a dirty tackle. I don't even know why they gave that 15 yard because he grabbed him by the shoulder. But as soon as he grabbed him and that knee gave out, I told my wife and daughter, I said, that's that's at least an ACL. Mm. And come to find out, torn ACL, damaged MCL, yeah. done for the season. And he's going to be on that Joe Burrow uh, regiment to try to get back for next year. But it, it's wow. tough. He's going he's gonna to be a free agent again. He's probably going to have to take another cheap deal mm -hmm. to prove that he's healthy. Yeah. But well, you know that 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 only happens with certain yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think Drew Brees had to take a cheap deal when he got hurt when he hurt his shoulder. But well, let's move on. Leads yeah. me to not just one uh, burning query. I mean, Simeon's cool, but do you think uh, this is when they give Cam a call? They've already said they're not bringing in any other quarterbacks. Mm. "Quote unquote," Sean Payton. Our offense is too complicated to bring somebody in off the street that's never been in it to get them up to speed. Wow. Shut that down quick. Quick. Then we get the news of the king, Derrick Henry, mm. has a Jones fracture in his foot. He's going to be out six to ten weeks. So basically that takes him out the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. So, Ed. Tannehill finally gonna get a chance to see if he can carry a team. Yeah, I'm glad. Check this out because they're the leading, they're leading the AFC right now. Mm -hmm. they're, they're on top of the AFC as we stand. 
in three weeks, they won't even be in the wild card. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. Well, I mean, not that it matters much, but you know, they brought in a uh Adrian AP. Peterson. Yep. I like mm-hmm. AP, but I mean, okay, we'll see. He's similar to the style of Henry, an older version of Henry. Yeah, but they gotta feed him the ball. Yeah, we'll and see. and AP bet not fumble the ball either. Because yeah. 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 we all know he 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 does have that uh the hindrance from time to time. Well, one thing you know about AP. He in shape. He in shape. He, in yeah. shape. he owns yeah. his own gym, and he trains professional football players in offseason. And he got something to prove, so it'll be interesting. And, and, and a small, sneaky little one that didn't get covered much, Kyler Murray injured his ankle in that Thursday night game last week on the last play and limped off was in a boot. They say he might miss one to three weeks depending on how that ankle heals. Hmm. So – Look forward to it. So, speaking about that Thursday night game. Oh, garbage. Aaron Rodgers, my goodness. like uh, Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers didn't do a lot. That was that yeah. running game yeah, that won they- that game for, for, for the Green Bay. The running game and the Green Bay Packers defense decided to show up. But I think mm-hmm. it was more that Arizona yeah. took them for granted after they – Heard that their top three wide receivers yeah. is going to miss the game. Yep. They just overlooked them because in the second half, like middle third quarter, Arizona's offense finally started kicking in and they started doing some things. Mm-hmm. That's but, who, mm-hmm. He made he definitely made lemonade out of them lemons. He found he revitalized players I hadn't heard from in a long time. <laughs> yeah, and he making his request of Randall Cobb look real good. Mm-hmm. Look real good. Oh, I but had what, on the bench. What was AJ Green thinking, man? Mm-hmm. He obviously didn't hear the audible because when Kyler put that ball, if he'd have went outside, right, Arizona wins that game. That shouldn't have been an interception. He didn't turn around. He didn't even right. know the ball was coming his way, so yep. he obviously missed the audible. But yeah, so that ankle injury though with Kyler Murray, Keeping last year cool. his play went down considerably when he when he got hurt. And was trying to play through injuries, so we'll be inter- be interesting to well, see. Who, who's their backup right now? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Somebody that they don't want to play. <laughs> mm, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think it's Colt McCoy. Oh Lord! I if think it's Colt McCoy. If that ain't a journeyman. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the other good games that, that jumped out at me, uh, it was the weekend of the backups. Yes. You're right, Colt McCoy. <clears throat> Man. You, yeah. you, you've got Jameis go down early in New Orleans. They they dust off Trevor Simeon, who's oh, been oh. hanging around the NFL for about a decade now. Another journeyman. Mm-hmm. And he comes in. Runs the show, wins the game, beats Tampa Bay. I don't know about New Orleans offense, but their defense, that defense has solid. Tom Brady's number. At least in the regular season. Yeah. Right. At least in the regular season. Because <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. You had your boy Geno Smith look like an actual competent NFL starting quarterback, oh, but they were playing the Jags. So, but, yeah. but Geno looked good in his second yeah. start. Geno is not a bad quarterback, man. He just doesn't. He just doesn't get the time and the experience that he needs. Yeah, he just makes bad decisions. The biggest upset, the Jets, Mister White. Oh. Well, they took they took the Bengals out in the woodshed. Mm-hmm. White was actually uh, drafted by the Cowboys. He he made their practice squad for one year. He was like a fifth or sixth round draft choice of the Cowboys. Stayed on that practice squad for a year. Last year, with um, the Jets, they kept signing them, cutting them, signing them, cutting them. Whenever they needed the roster spot, they would release him, bring him back two weeks later. For him to come out and throw for 405 yards and four TDs? And catch a touchdown. Now, all of a sudden, they they got a quarterback controversy because they drafted that that overrated bum out of BYU. Mm. 
But you Man, see what they you, you see what they did to deal with that real quick. Yeah, they hired the Jets his, hired his, his QB coach yeah. today. <laughs> well, actually, he was on the sidelines this weekend. Well, that's not said. a coincidence. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, that's not a coincidence. Yeah. And then, of course, you got to talk about them Cowboys. Got to get no. our Cowboy fans out there, Marcus and them. So, some love, yeah. even though Marks, I'm sorry, I, I, I insulted you. My bad, I forgot. Yeah, I, I put the wrong team on you. But for your for your cohorts, they're the Cowboy fans out there. I mean, they actually made a smart decision. They sat that right. Yeah, they may sat sit them again and again. gave Zeke the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, so Jerry Jones is getting smarter in his old age. <laughs> And what it wasn't no geritol or no magic testosterone pills or whatnot. All he needed to do was see Dak Hurt and Big Red, the rifle red, throwing passes to the other team <laughs> to know that look, we got to keep Dak as healthy as we possibly can to have any sort of chance long term. So, Zeke, ain't yeah. that the truth? Yeah, but I, I gotta get props with props too. That defense. Man, they went from horrible to they balling. You have two possible defensive players of the year on the same squad. And then uh, Gregory, Mr. Get suspended for four or five games a year for for drug episodes. They can't stop him now. Well, they let well, you know, you can get you a medical card. His thing was weed. <laughs> His thing was weed. <laughs> so he can get him a little card now. Ball, man. Mm-hmm. He, he is balling. Yeah, he is. He is balling. So, hey, Cowboys, the way they playing, if they can keep Dak healthy. Super Bowl, possibly. It, they legit yeah. this year. They're number one in the power rankings right now, surprisingly. Give props with props, too. So there's some interesting games this weekend and we just want to hit real quick. Um, if you're a diehard football fan, you got to watch every NFL game. You can watch Thursday's Jets and Colts, but I'm going to miss that. Um, Sunday, Browns and Bengals. We found out that the Bengals can't deal with prosperity too well. How will they deal with the Browns? I think this is an elimination game. For I was going to say, nor can the Browns. The Browns are in last place in their division. Mm. This so might Baker, which surprise. This might be a Baker issue. Mm-hmm. And speaking about Browns, yo, OBJ's dad ain't had to go in like that. He did. Mm. <laughs> he went in hard. Put him out there, though. The Browns already knew this. Put him out the there. Browns, yeah, I think the Browns know that Baker is trash. Because don't forget, this regime, this he, they didn't draft him. Right. And so I think they know that he's trash. If he wasn't trash, they would have already uh, extended him. Like mm-hmm. Josh like Josh Allen got his extension, came out of the same draft. Now, I, we, now we know Lamar hasn't gotten his yet, but, you know. We know what that's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know what that's about. But anyway, Baker is a ch- horrible quarterback. I personally want him to stay because Pittsburgh actually has a chance. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. He's the quarterback. That Burrow Burrow and Lamar are their problems. Yeah. (laughs) A a, a sneaky, interesting game. Broncos and Cowboys. I think this won't be close if Dak plays, but if Dak Mm -hmm. doesn't play, that could be an interesting game. Falcons and Saints. 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 But now you got a a team has a week to prepare for Simeon. For Simeon. It's different when he just come off the bench and you ain't, you don't know what he going to do. Now you got a week to prepare for this dude. And Matty I still has some freeze to him, so who knows? Another elimination game, Patriots and Panthers. Okay. How would the Ravens look coming off a bye against the Vikings? I mean, they, they, the Vikings are playing at 1 o'clock, so that means Kirk Cousins should have a decent game because he ain't going to be in prime time. The whole bunch of games going on. So he might actually do some things with Justin Jefferson and them boys. That's going to be in Baltimore, though, right? It's in Baltimore. Mm. Mm. Uh, Baltimore didn't look too good leading up to the bye, right? Right. The question is, are the the running backs going to be healthy for this game? And and how healthy are the receivers getting? Because 
Bateman has it played two games and looked like he was starting to get into the to the mix up there. So they can add Bateman more often to that pass game with that run game. And Reg, I'm surprised you ain't uh, digging a little more to your boy K- 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 Kirk. And I, I, I'm trying to be nice, man. I'm trying to be nice. DJ already said it. Cousin sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, man. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, Professor got an affinity for him. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. Professor got an affinity for him, so I'm trying to be nice. Um, in the 4 o'clock games, Chargers and Eagles. The Eagles had a good game, but, again, who were they playing? Mm-hmm. Packers and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are struggling. They've been exposed. Their defense is, is trash. They've been exposed. But they picked up two pieces today, so – It'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see. We'll see. What Cardinals are we going to get against the 49ers? And are the 49ers done? Done. So. I don't know that went against. I mean, it was against Chicago, granted, but still. Yeah. Come on, man. The nightcap Titans and Rams should be a barn burner. Tannehill's going to have to actually put up some numbers. And they're going to have to get Julio on the field. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised he ain't been getting much burners. Uh, I expect I'm saying it now. Tannehill gonna throw at least two picks. I say three. Let's get slow. So you thinking Jalen J uh Ramsey gonna go off this uh this Sunday, huh? (laughs) I'd love that. I'd love for two or three Tannehill picks. That'd be real nice. And the Monday night game is Bears and Steelers. So I think your Steelers will go to five and three. They should win that game. Justin might run all over y'all. They should win that game. Yeah. You got a little something on. You got a little something on that sense. <laughs> I mean, we can we can talk offline. Okay. Wow. <laughs> BJ, you see this abuse I'm going through? Yeah. <laughs> Watch fields have a the field. The trade thing. deadline came and went, and the biggest moves were the moves that never happened. Everybody thought that the Texans were going to move their QB, but we all say can't move him with his legal issues. A lot of people thought that, especially after. What OBJ's dad dropped this morning that that the Browns would move OBJ, but they kept him. So the big move was how do the Rams keep pulling this off? I understand they're giving away their draft picks, but they get Vaughn Miller from the Broncos, mm. and the Broncos are paying nine of the $9.7 million left on his contract. So they basically said, get him out of here. Well, but, but the GM talked about this. The L.A. Rams GM, I think his name is Steve, he talked about his, his philosophy with draft picks earlier in the summer, and he says, basically, I don't care about them. That's <laughs> obvious. No, he said, he said obvious. win now mode. Yeah. He said, yeah. yeah, he said, I want to win. He said, I'm, I can't – I like the known versus the unknown, basically, and paraphrase. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he, he specifically said he does not hold as much value as other teams with draft picks. They don't – yeah. Yeah, right now for 2022, they've got a compensatory third-round pick. Their first pick of their own is a fifth-round pick, and they got a seventh-round pick. Yeah. They traded away everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, look at look at uh, the Patriots. Obviously, that's a true statement. Mm-hmm. I hate Ooh, What if it was the Rams and Cowboys for the – The uh, Chiefs made a sneaky pickup. They got Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram – was good when he was with the Chargers. He never fit in with the Pittsburgh style. Chiefs need some pass rush help, so I think he'll get a chance to play. They also picked up a tight end for uh, guard Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, who wasn't getting any playing time after he sat out a year. So it was interesting. But the biggest signing that actually happened before the deadline was Mark Ingram going back to the New Orleans Saints. I think that was a good pickup. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they killing, they killing Kamara. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's it on the NFL. Let's talk a little NBA. And I'm glad you made it sense. What do y'all think about Marcus Smart putting wow. Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown wow. on blast? Wow. It had to be said. He only, he only passed the ball once. I mean, I thought it was a team sport. Like, yeah, granted, when it's, like, fourth quarter crunch time, give it, like, and this was uh, Kendrick Perkins' philosophy. He's like, give it to the players who make the most money. Tell them to take us there. But I don't agree with that. It's a team sport at the end of the day. If you see, 
Like, pass up the ball for the, you know, the better shot. Don't, you know, be no ball hawk. And, yeah, I'm glad Marcus Smart said something about it. It's refreshing. Wow. <clears throat> that was risky. Pass the ball, Kobe. That was very <laughs> risky. And I know he's one of the team team leaders, but that was very risky. He called out their two stars and said, y'all got to pass the ball. We've been Not only did he say they got to pass the ball, We've been asking to do that for a while now. But you know, I was talking about this in in a, in a different subject earlier today with some of my coworkers. Everybody needs somebody to tell them when they're wrong. True. So it doesn't make a difference if you could you could translate that into life, or you could translate that to on the basketball court. But someone needs to. No one should be so high where you can't say you can't. They need somebody to call them on their stuff, and it usually is beneficial. They tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Right. True story. True story. So Damian Lillard and James Harden are off to some slow starts. Um, I don't think it'll continue, but just keep an eye out on it. I'm not sure if Lillard is all still all in on Portland. He might not be. Yeah, but where's he going? Well, he'd, yeah. be the, he'd be the hottest ticket in the NBA if he says he wants out. People would inquiring about him all summer but he never said he really wanted out yeah with Harden, i think it's i think it's the rule change and him getting acclimated to well, it well well with lillard there's two things i think with whatever is dame whatever his name dame with dame i think there's two things at play number one he was at the olympics so maybe you know maybe that you know maybe that was contributing and then number two portland's top top assistant is now scott brooks yeah oh, Ooh. speaking yeah. of scott brooks mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere he goes you know he's gonna mess things up speaking of scott brooks that is a good segue because mm-hmm. those washington wizards do playing defense they playing more defense than i've ever seen them attempt to play under scott brooks and it seems like they've got a good nucleus of young players that have been in the league for a few years but haven't really established themselves and are balling. And Kyle Kuzma, the Washington Lakers, this should be called, yeah. <laughs> is averaging almost 12 rebounds a game. Trez has been, been getting double digits in like four out of the five, last five games. Yeah. You he's in his right position. Right. Yeah. Six man energy guy off the bench. He's become the lead of that team already. Mm-hmm. Um, so of the Eastern Conference, the Bulls, who are only have three people that was from the team last year, are leading the Eastern Conference to six and one. The Heat, who added some pieces of five and one, they're playing right now, playing Dallas, losing currently. The Knicks are playing Knicks. real well. Man. And the 76 is even with all the Ben Simmons stuff. Mm-hmm. Is doing well. Then on the West Coast, you got the Golden State Warriors and the Utah Jazz leading the West at five and one. I don't think people thought Golden State was going to be this I good didn't. this quick. What and Wiseman just got cleared it, to practice it. five on five. So who's the biggest surprise of y'all seen so far in the NBA? Warriors. Because I, I didn't really expect them to. I mean, you had Steph, but I didn't expect them to go on this tear. That, that, that they're on right now. I would say the Wizards. I say the Wizards and Knicks. Yeah, I would say the Wizards. Wizards or the Knicks. Mm. Warriors in the West, Wizards in the in the East. Yeah. The Wizards remind me of what Charlotte did last year and what Atlanta did. Where they just got a good group of young guys together. There's no ego about who gets the shot, who does what. And they just ball. It's just ball. They play together. And let's just hope it lasts. Let's hope it lasts. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's no, still and early. Think, and I think Bill got his 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 his, his ideal running mate and uh, Denway. That was a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah. And Bill hasn't been playing well. He's also off to a slow shooting start. So it, it it's interesting. It. I think this is going to be a more competitive uh, NBA season than we. Thought. Oh, don't forget Charlotte either. Charlotte's definitely been uh balling two and beating you know teams that we didn't expect. Yeah, they're five and three. Them and Toronto Raptors. Toronto, everybody thought they were going to fall off. Yeah, so Ooh. 
of the teams that have started off well, who do you think is going to 60 games in still going to be playing well? Golden State. Yeah, I say Golden State. Then Utah, a close second. You mean just west or east? <clears throat> east or west. I think the Heat. I think Miami. Yeah, they got a little dose of reality last year, coming off the bubble. That success they had in the bubble, and they had a lot of young players that probably felt a little good about themselves. I think they. I think they corrected the ship down there, mm-hmm. and I, I think. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna maintain that. What's going yeah. on with Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Eight, two and three right now. So yeah, I don't know. When you don't pay one of your top players, mm-hmm. and you pay everybody else. I don't think that center's heart is in Phoenix anymore. Mm, mm, mm. That's a shame. That's a shame. That's surprising, though, because I thought, you know, with him having CP as that, you know, floor general, CP would kind of, you know, take him under his wing, kind of keep his mind right and not even worry about that. Just Yeah, but he was putting in work last year. You got to pay him. You You see everybody else get paid. Right. That's in your class. And you was the number one pick. Bum. And, true, true. and you you established yourself as a, a legit player in the playoffs, and they don't want to pay you with the max like everybody else is getting. And as Ed said, some of them really don't do, aren't max players. Yeah, Bridges. I mean, McCall, yeah, McCall Bridges for him to get that extension that he did, and yeah. So I think that's the problem in Phoenix. Yeah, we shall see though. But yeah, I, I would say. I mean, especially when Clay comes back, I would say definitely the Warriors in the in the, in the West. Yeah, the Warriors could get real scary. They could be twelve deep by the time they get Clay back. They can let Clay take his time, get Wiseman into the system, and they just balling. They balling. So. Well, Kerr always did use a bench, though. He he's one of right. the rare NBA coaches that actually goes deep into his bench, and they mm-hmm. actually play and contribute. Right. That's what you should do. That's why you're paying them. <laughs> and, and when they got when they got KD, they had to get rid of some of their bench, so they had to rely a whole lot on KD. Now they're back to the original Golden State teams, Straight where it was strength in numbers. We got so many people; everybody can ball. And last year, when they was taking them lumps, and all them young players were playing and getting beat, mm-hmm. they was learning their system. And now they get putting the beatings on other people. Mm-hmm. All right, fellas. Well. Another week down, another week in the books. It is that time for us to get up out of here. So it's time for our final post of the evening. J3, why don't you start us off, my brother? Yeah, I want to shout out to both my bowling squads for uh, coming up. Yeah, we, we we putting some wins together, and the season ain't over. So keep keep rolling. I hear you. I hear you. Nice. Good luck with that, man. I, I miss being out there with you on Wednesday. I miss you, bro. Since. What you got for us? I just want to give a shout out to Mikey Williams again. Um, signing that uh deal with Puma, that exclusive deal with Puma. He's he's on the you know really big and and better things. So, so shout out to him. That that Puma deal, the first major NIL deal signed for a high school athlete. Mike mm-hmm. Williams still in high school, right? For at least a multi-millionaire. Right? Now he can really decide. If he wants to go to college or not, and where he wants mm-hmm. to go, he doesn't have any pressure about that. So that that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. What you got for us, Big Ed? Uh, thanks, guys, for you know another nice uh, week, nice show. Um, I just want to, you know, I know it's just kind of somber. I can't get the taste of this the, the tragedy in Vegas out of my mind. Um, but I, I again, I just want to send send out condolences to the to the victim. Uh, of that of that tra- of, of that crash, um, and uh, yeah, that's it. And in that same vein, in J 3s theory, if you're going through something, we all are going through something. Mm-hmm. But if it's getting to the point where you can't put your phone down because of social media, or you're going out and getting drunk all the time, or you, you just can't get any relief. Reach out to somebody. If it can't be a professional, reach out to a friend, a, a co-worker, somebody you trust. Because I know all the time you don't want to put that weight on a family member. But find somebody to talk to who can get you on the path to get to a professional getting help. Because it's too much out here that we put on our shoulders that we don't need to carry day to day. And we want y'all all to be with us 
each and every week. So please reach out. Mental health is real. Look out for yourself. Take care of yourself. Self-help is okay. And looking out for yourself <clears throat> is not neglecting others. Mm-hmm. Amen. On that note, of course, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening. We appreciate your time and opportunity to share our positions on sports with you. We're here each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m. live. Me and the fellas, we're going to come in some configuration, two, three, four, six. We're going to get it done for you. So if you like hearing about sports, please check in with us. But if you can't make it live, you can check out our Facebook page, our YouTube channel. We always upload the shows. And if you're a podcaster and you like getting your stuff that way, please, whatever podcast platform you prefer, just type in positions on Sports Talk Show. You can find our shows there, too. Uh, We're going to drop another uh, fantasy uh, post-fantasy powers show this Thursday. Get you ready for your fantasy leagues. And if you want to get in contact with us, hit us up on Facebook, Positions on Sports Talk Show. Hit us up on Twitter at Positions on SPO1. We see you next Tuesday. Be safe. Peace out.